What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Thursday, Thursday. everybody. Yay! Another it's week closer. Closer to Christmas. Closer to 2021. I know, right? Like it's just going to reset. I, I yeah, I'm I'm excited too. I've I've given up in December. I'm letting myself go and <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this year and I'm not trying hard anymore for anything. I'm just done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. We got to just give ourselves a break. Yeah, close out the gather year. our fucking mindsets and ready for 2021. That's it. Yeah. I can can you believe we're halfway through December? Like I'm like what? It's ridiculous. What are we, like 10 days away? <laughs> My God. Nine, Alyssa. We're nine, nine days away. Nine days away from Christmas. That's insane. Insane. Wow. Hmm. Well, welcome back, everybody. If you're new here, welcome to Agamil. We upload episodes every single Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, 5 a.m. EST. Oh, 5 a.m. EST on the dot. Okay, you guys, we're going to hop into an up. Not an update, but kind of like more advice. So if you listen to our last episode, we read an email where this girl knew that her boyfriend was going to propose to her because he accidentally said it like and thought she couldn't hear. And so I have an update on that. I actually asked Zane because I was so curious to hear Guy's perspective of how he would feel. And maybe this will help her out because I know she said he was going to do it on Christmas Day. So we're still in time so maybe she'll listen to this and it'll help her but Zane mm-hmm. was like um I'm like so if I knew you're gonna propose and I told you after like sorry I knew I heard you like how would you react would you be upset and he's like I know I would just be like oh whatever like that kind of sucks but I still proposed and it was still nice you know at the end of the day you're still engaged you're yeah. still getting married and mm-hmm. Lesson learned, he sucks at surprises. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting to me because I thought that Zane would be like upset about it. Um, I would think so too. So I'm a little surprised. Yeah. I don't know, but, but maybe in the moment it would be different. But I will tell you guys that I had a dream. I don't remember which night it was, but I did have a dream after that conversation that I knew that Zane was going to propose. And it was awful, like horrible. And so I woke up and I was like, babe, you better make sure that I don't ever find out that you're going to propose because I don't want it to go horribly. Like, I think like for me, a big part is like the element of surprise. Like if I knew about it, I feel like it would like ruin it a little bit for me. And again, that was a dream. So maybe it wouldn't be that horrible if I knew. But I'm Mm -hmm. like, you better try to avoid it at all costs now. (laughs) Oh, Damn. Okay. Well, now he knows. I know. He's like, I gotta keep it like on a on low a, key, low sh- key. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I also did confess, update you guys on the purse situation of how years ago I saw that Zane was getting me a purse. And what did he say to that? And he actually just laughed. <laughs> I was so surprised. Okay, so if anything, let him know years later. Maybe yeah. like years later, you, like you have your house, you have your dog, you're pregnant with your second child. Then you could say, honey, you know what? I knew. Yeah. And then maybe he'll laugh it off just like the pocketbook surprise. Yeah. I thought for sure Aww. he'd be like, you lied to me. <laughs> you didn't Aww. tell me. <laughs> but he at the end of the day, off. though, yeah, I guess at the end of the day, what's important is that you know, you're engaged or he got you that person, whatever it may be, at the end of the day, it worked out, you know? Yeah, and he was like, honestly, I don't even really remember that. (laughs) 
And meanwhile, it's been like fucking beating you down inside all these years. I know. Like, He's like, damn, I, I wish really I never know. saw it. <laughs> I like we were sitting at the diner. It was this time of day. We ate chicken fingers and french fries. It was barbecue sauce. <laughs> And he's like, I don't honestly really remember that, but okay. like Okay, I mean, listen, I take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the same day you promised me X, Y, and Z, too. <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty fucking funny. So, anyways. Oh, I guess before we hop into emails, shout out of the day, everybody. Shout out of the day. Laura. Laura Rita Gomez de Costa. Laura. We thank Rita, you. Rita Gomez de Costa. <laughs> I have it written on my end. <laughs> I don't. Laura Rita Gomez da Costa. Wow, you got wow, it. Wow, look at me Girl. freaking go. Laura, Laura thank you thank so you. much. We love you. We do love you. We really appreciate every single one of you that supports us. It means the world to us. If you're interested, again, no pressure. I say this every time. But there is a link in our description. And when you guys support us, it really does help us out. Keep posting um, three episodes a week. And it's um, 99 cents or $4.99 or $9.99, anything of your choice. But it really does help us out a lot. So we appreciate every single one of you. Absolutely, we do. Without you, who'd we be? We would not be Agamil. So we, we would, would just not be, be talking to ourselves, and Jerry would think yeah. we're having a normal conversation and get up and pull a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun editing. I'm like, what happened to my voice? I'm actually really glad I that was you in the made distance. it. <laughs> I was just in the distance talking, yeah. folding a blanket. <laughs> I'm actually really glad that you made that the audio for the Instagram post. <laughs> I was so excited to hear that. I'm like genius. Ah, uh, man. Anyways, um, all right. So you gonna update them with this? Okay, yeah, I'll read this one. So uh, this is listener advice. So this, I'll just read it because she explains it. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Tara. I'm listening to your most recent podcast where you ask for advice for the girl who overheard that her boyfriend was going to propose to her this Christmas and whether or not she should tell him or take it to her grave. Mm. I had a very similar situation happen to me. Two years ago, my boyfriend slash fiance asked me to marry him, but it was not a surprise at all. It started off with me showing him some styles of rings that I liked months before. Of course, I knew a proposal was coming soon because it is something that we had both talked about, but I told him I really wanted it to be a surprise because I love surprises and he's not really the romantic type. I think that's another thing too, really quickly with Zane. I'm like, I want you to like... um put like a lot of thought and effort into it too. Like that would make me feel like special, you know? Mm-hmm. And that had nothing to do with anything. So fuck me. Um, well, one day he sent me a picture of a ring and asked what I thought about it. I said that I liked it and that it was pretty, not thinking much of it, but sent him more rings that I liked over the, over the one that he sent. Fast forward a little, it's Christmas week and he cannot contain his excitement. So he, Aww. so much that he tells me that he's gonna propose <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> I just tried to brush it off and not ask too many questions. It was a little weird. I don't think at this point that my family even knew about it. My mom kept telling me to dress nice or would ask me what I'm wearing on Christmas. I kind of kept to myself that he was proposing, but I felt a little pit and sadness inside that I knew. Like, this is such a big deal. Why would he just flat out tell me? Christmas Day comes and he proposes with the ring that he sent me a picture of. So not only was the proposal not a surprise, but the ring wasn't a surprise either. And I, it wasn't really one that I picked out that I really wanted. Ooh. 
Anyways, my advice to the girl in your podcast would be to tell your boyfriend you know if you really want that surprise and that moment to be special because I knew everything about my proposal and it was really hard for me to act surprised around our family when he got down on one knee. And fast forward two years later, we're still engaged and he feels bad that it was not a surprise, but I feel like we didn't have that special moment. Of course, that's Mm. not all that matters, but you don't get that moment too often in life and I feel like it should be what you dream of in your head, whether it be big or small, a surprise or not. Sorry if this was long or confusing. I really love both of you guys and have been listening since day one. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. See, there's a few different things right there, right? She said, like, it didn't play out how she wanted in her head, right? Which I think is the key thing, right? Like, you, since you're a little girl, not you, Alyssa. I mean, just generally speaking, like a little girl Mm -hmm. may envision oh, I want to get married, I want to have this sort of engagement or this surprise element or this and this and this, and that would mean the world to them. He was so fucking overexcited that he's finally going to do it. He's like, babe, guess what? I'm proposing. (laughs) You know, and then she was a little turned off, especially since he didn't do it as a surprise. He didn't get a surprise ring for her. So she lost all the different elements of surprise in that proposal, you know? Mm -hmm. And that sucks. I kind of agree with that logic. I didn't think of it that way. Like, if you know that you really want it to be a special moment, which totally understandable. Like, I want it to be a really special moment, too. So I kind of agree with that. Like, if I knew, I'd be like, listen, like, can you postpone? Do it on a different date? Zane did say that. He's like, maybe just, like, if you knew, like, just tell me, and then I'll do it when you're surprised. Like, we've got all the time in the world. So if you're expecting it on Christmas, do it on, like, three days before Christmas. This way, it it takes you completely off guard. You didn't get your nails done yet. You know, you're not wearing that pretty dress. It's completely... (laughs) Yeah, or even a month later. Completely surprised. Yeah, that might be. I mean, you know it's coming, right? You just don't know when. So maybe that's a good idea. Damn, Zane's such a smart kid. Hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's that. I would definitely do that because I just wouldn't want to know. Like I just, yeah. And this is go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is two years later, and she still feels it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, at the end of the day, she's going to get married to the love of her life. But that surprise that she's always dreamt and wanted never happens. And so, she's right. You don't get this moment too often in life. Like hopefully I mean, only once. You know, <laughs> twice, three times. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But you know, but, yeah. So I that- have to say, yeah. Like I, I think this email like made me look at it through a different lens. And I think totally. maybe she's right. Maybe say, honey, listen, I love you. I know it's going to be happening. I really, having the element of surprise is so important to me. So can you just maybe do it on a different day? (laughs) Yeah, I guess it depends on like everybody's preference. Like if she's really like, I really want it to be a nice surprise. Or if she's like, eh, I know, but it'll still be special and it'll be fine. Then it's like, that's like the person's call, you know, like, but personally, I'd probably be like, listen, I heard you say it outside the car and I just really want it to be special. And if I already know about it, it's just like, I want it to be a really special moment for me. Like, that's something I really want. So I would prefer if you waited. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That really sucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. But thank you for your email because that that actually is a really, really good point. Totally agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to do some uh, relationship advice. Yay. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my god, the, the subject line of this email. No, go ahead, say it. Why, you can't find it? No, I found it. What is it? Is it is it an acronym something or is it... What do you mean? What does it say, Alyssa? Am I looking at the... Relationship advice. S-O motherfucking S. Oh, see? I'm like, so motherfucking S? See? That's what I mean. S-O-S. You understand? Aaliyah, I, I mean, Aaliyah, Alyssa, I get it now after you said it, but I would have read it as, that's why I said, well, what is she saying? Significant other? Is she saying fucking so motherfucking mad? Like, I couldn't get it. Oh, my God. I get, I get what you're Listen, saying. Listen, I'm old. Okay, I'm old. <laughs> so motherfucking man. ass. <laughs> you're fucking hysterical. Okay. So, here we go. Ready? Yes. <sighs> First of all, both of you are the bomb diggity, and I love you guys to pieces. Let's get into the juicy stuff. Stuff. So I'm 21. I'm a senior in college, and I've been dating my ex. Wait, I I had oh sorry, I had been dating my ex since the summer, going into my so- sophomore year, so a little over two years. I broke up with him about a month ago. I needed. I think I mentally checked out of the relationship a while ago and was holding on to us for a number of reasons that I won't get into. But basically, in my heart. I know he is not the one for me. However, ever since the breakup, he has not been handling it well at all. He texts me constantly and says that I am the only thing that makes him feel okay and brings him out of his depression. I'm scared to entirely cut ties with him because he has mentioned to me several times that he has thought about suicide and he would never act on it but understands why people would think it is their only option. Now, I try to be there for him when he is having depression depressive episodes like that but since the breakup it's been every single day i've asked him to reach out to friends and family because they will be able to help him get out of his dark place but he keeps on saying that they don't understand and they can't really help him and i'm the only one he feels comfortable talking to i've reached out to his cousin who he is close to and shared that i was really worried about him but she recently started up college again and is a little too busy to be there for him when he needs it she mentioned that she would bring it up to friends and family and let him know let them know that he really needs a little support during this time. But again, I don't think he's, it has really helped him in any way. I want to be there for him because I know how he's hurting right now, but I feel like I shouldn't be. We said that we are going to stay friends, but I think that is doing more harm than good with not allowing him to really move on. He constantly says he's going to quote, wait for me. And in his heart, he knows that we are meant to be together. Even though I've told him numerous times, I don't feel the same way. And to make things more complicated, I've developed some feelings for a guy that I work with who is like 19. I um, I know, a younger dude. Um, let's get those younger boys, Jerry. <laughs> you skipped the ooh-la-la. Ooh-la-la. Listen, I, I'm trying my best, okay? Have I told you recently that my eyes suck balls? You got they do. this. Okay. And we've always gotten along and have very similar energies. Lately, we've been hanging out with a bunch 
uh, hanging out a bunch, and I absolutely love speaking t- spending time with him. But, of course, it can't be as easy as that. He is currently in a relationship, but has oh. mentioned to me... <laughs> he, uh, but has mentioned to me multiple times that he wants to break up with her, but it is not the time to do so because her little sister just passed away from cancer, and just the other day, her aunt passed as well. <gasps> he doesn't want to add another thing onto her plate, as he is also concerned that she will have suicidal thoughts. Oh. I don't know. The whole situation is a lot, but I'm honestly honestly not quite sure how to handle it. I don't want to jump into a relationship after getting out of one, but he makes me so happy and it it simply feels right. Now, I don't want that. I don't think that we would immediately start dating. We both need time to like figure ourselves out after getting out of relationships, but I truly love being around him and I can't help but want to be more than our friendship. We have not outwardly talked about our feelings to each other, which I am wondering if I even should bring it up for him or just wait for him to find a time to break up with his current girlfriend. Every time we hang out, I want to blurt out my feelings for him again. But again, I don't know if it's the right thing to do. Any hooters. (laughs) Thank you in advance for the advice. I love y'all. I love you bitches. Can't forget about the pictures. So here's a picture of me and my ex. Mm. And then also one of me and the puppers. Ah, drawing a mimosa. Hi, puppers. Wow. Oh, you poor thing. This is a hard one. That's that's quite the pickle. Mm -hmm. It's hard because before you got into the part of her reaching out to the family, that's what I was going to say. I was going to be like, unfortunately, like... It sucks that he's depressed and feels the way he feels. However, it can't be your responsibility anymore and you have to hand it off to a family member or at this point, I would say seek professional, somebody professional if you care Mm -hmm. that much, you know, like Mm -hmm. I personally would care that much because it's somebody that you loved um, and you don't ever want to leave somebody feeling like that, you know, so... I would seek somebody professional. I'm sure there's so, aren't there like so many suicide hotlines and stuff like that? Like that somebody can like, um, you know, check up on him and make sure that he's okay or whether it's a therapist or anything of those sorts. Um, I would try to get him help, but I wouldn't feel guilty and feeling like it's your responsibility anymore because it's, it's Mm -hmm. not. I also agree with you with remaining friends and being in contact is only not good. Yeah, you just, he, you need to rip that band-aid off of him. Yeah. And hopefully he'll have himself surrounded by people who will take care. Um, A lot of people I know in my relationship in the past, I've had two of them that did the same shit with me. Um, You know, like threatened suicide and all this. It was just a way for them to hold on to me, guilt me into staying in a relationship and a friendship past where I wanted to be in. And both of them are doing fine today. I think... Not in all cases, obviously. Yeah. But I think it could also be a ploy to try to get you to stay with him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you need to do what's best for you. And obviously you've loved him, so you do care. So I think, like Alyssa said, try to get him some sort of, or speak to his family about maybe getting him into some professional help. But I absolutely think you just need to do what's best for you at the in the end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's not, he's not your responsibility. You know, even if you were together, he's still not your responsibility. He's a big boy. He's got to take care of himself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I definitely think. They were think- in a long relationship too, you know? Like, yeah, so but he's I mean, heart, he's heartbroken. 
So yeah, absolutely. He, he's, he's just going through heartbreak, and he thought he was going to be with you forever, you know? So he's going to feel and really depressed and sad it. about it. Yeah, and he's trying to get you back. and like you I'm going to wait for him. you. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, so he needs to. And by you staying that friend, still communicating with him, I think you're sort of enabling him. You're sort of allowing him to keep those feelings of one day I know I'm going to be married to her because totally. you're still in his life, you know? Not that yeah. it's your fault, and I understand why you're, you know, why? Because you're concerned about his safety. Totally. But you, you need to rip that Band-Aid off, Mama, and just move on. Do you jump into that next relationship? No, but, you know, learn yourself. Like you said, you both have to learn each other after coming out of these relationships. But get your, get it. Why not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Get yeah. it. Hello. Yeah. I would say as far as the guy from work, I personally would take it slow just because of the situation that you're both in. Um, mm-hmm. I also just don't think it's fair to that guy's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that she deserves, you know, a little bit of respect in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be, especially that she's going through such a horrible time in her life. Like, this is one of the most horrible things she's ever going to go through. And so... um, I would just give her a little respect. Take it a little slow with him. You know, life is weird for everybody right now. So just take it one step at a time. And I I wouldn't like jump into it and confess your love right away. Like you said, you just got out of a relationship. Like, you know, give yourself time to figure yourself out. Learn yourself. You guys were young when you were together. You know, like Mm -hmm. learn who you are without him. Um, I just want to add too that anytime you're out of a relationship or in a very, say, a long relationship, right? Mm. Lust could be mistaken for love. Yeah. Very easily. Or a rebound, too. Yeah, like a... Yeah, but you can't rebound and... I mean, listen, there have. There have been cases that people like... um, hey, I'm out of a relationship, let me jump into this one, then they're married forever, kind of like perfect happy ending story. But usually it's just like somebody is feeling that void that you've been feeling in your current relationship. And it feels good. But you can't mistake that. So definitely, like Alyssa said, don't jump into it. No. I would... um, Slow. I would go slow. I don't... I mean, when I said get it, (laughs) that was... That was terrible of me, but I also was anticipating that he would break up with that girl. But if they were to break up and you just want to get it, fine. But not not dive headfirst into a serious relationship. Yeah. I, I I would take some time, learn myself, love you, learn you, know what you want. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. yeah. If if he was single and you were just like, yeah, I just, I just fucking really like him. I just want to jump into it. Then I'd be like, go for it. But- mm-hmm. I just don't think that it's respectful to the girl and he's going through like a hard time and you're just out of relationship. I personally would take it one step at a time because of his Mm -hmm. situation. If you guys were both single and you're like, fuck it, then like if you really want that, then you know what you want. You know, some people meet and get married in a month, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes you just know what your heart wants. So in that case, I would say go for it. But since he's in a relationship that's very sticky, I would just try to be a little bit respectful and, and it gives you time to, you know, figure yourself out. I agree. Yeah. All right. What's poppin', beautiful ladies? This might be long, so I apologize. First, I'd like to say thank you for creating such a such wonderful content and an amazing platform where people can vent and support each other. Love you. This Love podcast you. has helped me pass time during the gym, get things done around the house, and now keeps me company while I take care of my baby boy. Aww. Congrats. All right. So, 
I posted in the group a long time ago about my boyfriend cheating on me while I was two months pregnant. Not physical, but it still counts. Basically, mm-hmm. getting opinions on if I should leave, well, I did. Oh, so she posted in the group getting opinions on if she should leave, and she did. Okay. okay. In the meantime, I was pregnant, alone, had no family where we lived, and he ended up seeing three different people while we were apart. <gasps> Well, eight months later, I decided to give him a second chance because I do really love him and I want more babies with him. Everything has been great for the most part. He's an amazing father to our baby boy, and I can tell that he is really trying to make everything up to me. Here's the issue. I have a really hard time getting past everything that he has put me through while I was growing our son. It causes us to argue a lot, even if that's not what we're arguing about. And of course, it's on the back of my mind. So my question is, how do I just try to have a relationship with him and stop being such a bitch about every little thing because of what he's done and stop worrying about that he's done shit behind my back? Love you both. Bye. Here's some pictures of my little dude. (laughs) Hmm. I think there's two ways you can go about this. Mm -hmm. I think A, if you really want to make it work, then you need to go to couples therapy and work through it together. Mm -hmm. I think B, if that does not work, I think that it's not the relationship for you and you're not willing to let go of the past if he's changed. Mm -hmm. You know? I know we have said um, time and time again, and it's my advice that I'm going to say here, if you chose to take him back and forgive him, then you really need to truly do so. Yeah. You know? Um, Because it's not going to a healthy relationship at all. Yeah, no. And it's, trust me, it's hard. I've been there, done that. And then I trusted and trusted again and then got shit on again. So it's really, really hard. And now I have major trust issues, um, which I know I've expressed also. Um, When you trust somebody and you forgive them for doing you wrong and then they do you wrong again, like, there's no worse feeling. You know, like, that's horrible. So... My thing is, is if you chose to take him back, you really need to truly forgive him for what he's done and truly like forgive him for yourself too, because you're going to need that peace to forgive. But if you're going to take the time to forgive and let him back into your life and you're, you know, you potentially want more babies with him, you need, you need to set yourself free and set him free of that. If it's going to be brought up in every single argument, then you truly don't forgive him. That's not And I don't think it's a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for you or him, you know, if it's not, it's, it's not going to be fair to him. If every single time something doesn't add up, you're going to bring up the past or, and, and I'm not saying like he could totally have done this again. I'm not saying that once he said he was sorry, he would never do it again. But to live that life of the cycle of, yeah, but you cheated. And even if it wasn't physical, but yeah, but you cheated. That's not healthy. It's not going to be healthy. Mm -hmm. You don't want to raise a child in a relationship that Mm -hmm. has trust issues. I definitely think couples therapy, if you're willing to first and foremost, you first and foremost have to truly learn to forgive and move past. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't forget it. It's etched in your heart. You will never forget that. But you have to be able to forgive and move past. Yeah. And if so, then follow it up with couples therapy, like Alyssa said. Yeah. And we're not saying that like you're horrible or wrong for feeling this way. Like definitely a lot of people go through things like this and they just can't like forgive for it. But at that mm-hmm. point, then it's just not 
a good relationship for you and it's just not going to be a long-term healthy thing, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of people go through shit and they, like, just can't forgive somebody, which is fine, but then for both you and him, don't do the relationship, you know? Like, it's just going to lead to more problems and, like, it's just not fair to either of you. So, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Yeah. Definitely try couples therapy. It might give you some mindset, you know, on how to forgive somebody and move on. Yeah. And I want to say also, not that... not that this is what you, where you were saying 100% or whatever, but you said you definitely want to have more babies with him. I'm going to just give you a piece of advice and let you know that babies don't make things better. They only mm-hmm. make it a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. It seems like when you're pregnant and you have a newborn and everything is going to be dandy, yeah. but in the end, I mean, I've been there three kids later. Mm-hmm. I realized that it wasn't doing anything but just adding more to the, yeah. to the, to the mess. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely hold off having any more children until 100% you know that this is a relationship and you both have to remember for the rest of your life, it's a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any any relationship, not yours because there was a history, but every relationship is a job. You have to be committed oh, yeah. and really work on it day in and day out. So if you decide that this is what you want and you go to the couples therapy, remember for the rest of your life, you're going to be working on this and you really Definitely. have to make sure you resolve that problem. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, you guys will get through it. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. But okay. if your relationship is broken, babies ain't gonna fix it. So, exactly. Okay, so relationship advice: ripping off the band aid. Hi, ladies. First, I want to thank you for all you do. I've been working at home since May, and I will not return any earlier than January 2021. Every day, I listen to your podcast between calls, on break, doing my usual cleaning around my apartment. You both inspire me to be the best version of myself. Well, if that's not a compliment. Uh, Anyway, my name is Randy, and I need a little advice from you lovely ladies. I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half, and I'm no longer happy. We live together and we have a lot of differences. I feel stuck in the same routine with him. He doesn't have any goals or ambition ambition whatsoever. He says he wants a new job or to save money or even or to take out less. But every day is just like the day before. The year and a half that we've been together, he hasn't saved a penny. At the beginning of our relationship, I was determined to work out, love myself, eat healthier, but instead I've gained over 50 pounds and I feel myself losing who I was and wanted to be prior to this relationship. Mm -hmm. I know I have to do what's best for me. If I'm not happy, I should leave, but that's easier said than done. Totally. A few weeks back, I started to have a conversation of us breaking up. I explained why I wasn't unhappy. That it's unfair that I pay three-fourths of our bill, I take care of everything around our little apartment and our fur babies, and my weight issues. It ended up with him leaving the apartment for a few hours and going to his mom for advice. She basically said the reason I'm unhappy is 100% my fault. (laughs) And that if I'm unhappy with how I look, then I'm the only one to blame, not her son. Granted, I don't know if it's actually what she said or it's just him pulling shit out of his body, but it's hard to take care. (laughs) Booty, body, (laughs) you know, same shit for Jerry. (laughs) 
But it's hard to take care of myself when he is constantly lazy and just wants to order takeout. He never wants to take the time to cook dinner with me, work out, go on walks together. He comes home, lays in bed, watches TV, or just plays video games. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, One of my goals has always been moving out of state. I want to make sure there isn't somewhere else I want to spend the rest of my life. He disagrees. He doesn't want to leave his state or the city we grew up in. I feel held back and like I'm settling. His parents are close to retirement and they have, they've just got two puppies. She's constantly telling me once they cannot take care of them anymore that he will have get their house and their animals to take, take care of. I'm grateful she trusts us with that, but it isn't where I want to be. I don't want my life laid out for me. I want to write my own story. Yes. I can go on and on, but the point is I need help. I need help figuring out how to end this relationship. I've never broken up with somebody I've lived with before. Do I make him move out right away? Do I give him two weeks to find somewhere to go? He can't afford to live on his own, so he'd have to move back in with his parents. Would it be appropriate to ask to keep his cat since he doesn't take care of him and the cat can't go with him and his parents? Thank you in advance. Much love from Wisconsin. Wow. Okay, Randy. <laughs> I don't know if this has been resolved, but if it hasn't, you need just rip that band-aid off. Yeah. Rip it off. Me. Rip Sorry. it off. And Sorry. sure, best case scenario, you keep the cat. Worst case scenario, go the cat goes back with him and his dad and his mom and the parents and the new puppies and all that, but guess what? It's not your problem. You know? Like how you feel is not my problem. Yeah, That's like like no. <laughs> sing it, Alyssa. But oh, it just kills me. And she's so smart. She knows. She's like this. I know. I don't need to be here. Mm-hmm. And what's stopping you? you what's yeah. stopping you is you not wanting to hurt somebody. What's stopping you is you not wanting to watch him fall on his face. But you know what? It's not like you haven't had conversations. It's not like you haven't expressed your wants or desires. And if he's not willing to meet halfway then he has to understand that you guys are obviously not supposed to be together you know yeah. like that sounds horrible he just wants to order takeout he wants to be lazy he doesn't want to cook dinner lay in bed play he doesn't want to go on walks oh god no. <laughs> that sounds horrible it really does i'm and sorry like, and it's a hundred percent your fault that you're unhappy <laughs> shut up <laughs> and being listen, around somebody okay. who's so unmotivating is hard to be around it is hard to be around. However, I will say that say you absolutely love this man head over heels and he was just lazy and unmotivating, you would have to learn to do it for yourself. You know, like if you wanted yes. to eat healthier, then make meals for yourself and let him order out his own it's, takeout. It's not a hundred percent his fault either. You're definitely like part of it, you know? Like if yeah, you really but- wanted to do it, you'd get up, go to the gym, eat your own food and like but that's not a relationship. Then why are right, you in the relationship? Because that's how I feel with Ever. I mean I'm not throwing Ever under the bus here, but I could say, Oh, I'm gonna try to be really good and then every night he'll go, Do you want cake and ice cream? You son of a bitch, are you trying to sabotage me? <laughs> <laughs> but I real like Ever's doing it out of like a love, respect, like, hey, yeah. you want some? I'm getting some for mine. Can I make you something? Do you want a cup of coffee, yeah. a cup of tea? But at the same time, it's like, no, you understand. And this isn't like current, like current situation, obviously. Yeah. I'm just saying in general. And there was a time that I had to say, you know what? No, but thank you. I get up and go to the gym every day at five o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to yeah. stop doing that because now you don't, you know? So right. there comes a time where, Randy, you would have to decide to 
you know, just do it for yourself, for yourself. and don't worry about don't worry about where his meal is coming from if he's not wanting to cook a meal with you. Let him do his own shit then, you know? Right. But I I do get what she's saying at the same time. Like, yes, like totally do it for yourself, but it's hard like even with Zane and I, like we're very similar. We both like eat the same food. We, you know, like we both work out, whatever. Like we're on the same kind of wavelength, but if he like at night was like um, I'm gonna get Domino's. I'd be like, "Fuck!" Now I kind of want Domino's. Like it's just like being around that energy is like definitely hard to be around. And so when you're not like really connected in like a lot of ways in your relationship, then it definitely is like hard to like keep yourself disciplined. But at the end of the day, like you got to worry about you, boo boo. You're the main character of your own life, so you got to do what makes you happy. And at that point, if you're doing everything without him, then there's no point of being in a relationship. And just like you said. You don't want your life laid out for you. You want to yeah. write your own story. Yeah, totally. So take that. Take that band-aid, rip that shit off, and start writing your own story. Mm-hmm. And be this proud like, of your story. Yeah. This is like how we say, like, um, you know, having certain, like, lines that, like, it would be like a breaking point. What am I trying to say? Like a breaking point? Like a... um. A deal breaker, sorry. Right. Like certain things are a deal breaker for you. Like Zane and I were just having this conversation the other night. We actually were having drinks and cooking dinner. And we all, we were talking about kids and we looked at each other. We're like, I think we've had too much to drink. (laughs) 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 But we were just saying like how if Zane or I like both came to each other one day and was like, you know, I don't ever want to have kids. Like we wouldn't be able to be together. And so something like this is a deal breaker for you. And you can't feel guilty for feeling that way. Like I love Zane with all my heart. He's like my soulmate. But if he came to me one day and said, I never want to have kids, I'd be like, okay, we can't be together then because that's a deal breaker for me, you know? But it it was just funny because we were having that conversation and then we're like, wait, (laughs) we've drank a little too much right now. We drank a little bit too much. (laughs) We're like, I love kids. We can't wait to have kids. I'm like, all right, slow it down, homeboy. (laughs) It was funny. But anyways, like the point of that being is that you want to be on the same page and the same same wavelength of your significant other and... And if you're just like daily life is not aligning, then that's not a partner. That's just like a roommate, you know? Mm-hmm. So you I deserve agree. better. You deserve better. I agree. You got this. Ramsey, I'm, sure good luck, Mama. I'm sure you've already taken a, 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 um, a stance. So give us an update. Yes, please. Okay. Relationship advice. Hey, listen, Jerry, I love the podcast. I look forward to listening every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. I can't help Woo-hoo! but laugh. Smi- <laughs> Saturday, gang. I can't help but smile and laugh every episode. You guys make my day better just by listening. Oh, thank you. So let's get into it. I've been dating my boyfriend for a year and nine months. Well, well, the honeymoon phase is definitely over, and I find myself thinking about things a lot more than I... A lot more now, sorry. I stumbled across his Facebook password and let's just say I did some snooping and of course I found some things that make me sick. A lot of things were from his past, but for some reason they still bother me seeing and reading the things that he's said to his guy friends and other girls that he's dated in the past. I also saw some things that were said when we first started dating that didn't sit well. I don't want to get into it because this email would be really long. Something else that bothers me is that he has all the pictures, these pictures of him and his ex on Facebook and none of me, which makes me just think that he's trying to hide me and doesn't care to show me off like he did with the other girls. I've brought it Mm. up many times and he says that he's not hiding me and we just don't have pictures together, which is such a lie. Lastly, I came across a Facebook post from his ex, not while snooping on his Facebook, but because they're 
we are part of the same Facebook group. The date it was posted caught my eye because it was when my boyfriend and I started to talk and hang out more when he told me that he was only talking to me and at the time I believed him. In the post, she asked for help about looking for something for her boyfriend. So I brought it up to him and he said that she is crazy and we were broken up. I promise, which I just don't know if I believe it. I need some advice. I know I sound crazy. That's just how I feel. I don't know how to get these things, get over these things, or if I can. Just seeing what he's said in the past makes me question our relationship. Is there a reason why he finds the need to keep all his past relationships on Facebook or uh, but doesn't find the need to flaunt me? Am I just overthinking all of it? I don't know what to do or how to stop all of these feelings, especially with everything going on right now. I find myself thinking about the absolute worst. I'm sorry this was long and all over the place. I hope it made sense. Thank you, Alyssa and Jerry. Much love. Hey, Anonymous. Okay. My opinion. Girlfriend, move on. Yeah. Move on. I'll tell you why. Because it's like a year and nine months. months. Yeah. Which, yeah, sure. It's a long time invested. But a year and nine months and there's not one picture of you and him on Facebook. But he still has him and all his exes on Facebook. Well, here's the thing. Is yeah. he is he active on Facebook or was the last time he went on it when he was with his ex? Mm-hmm. If he just doesn't go on Facebook and doesn't care about Facebook, then that's a different story. You know what I mean? Okay, but then why wouldn't he take down, if it bothers her, why wouldn't he take down those things or put up one to please her? If he knows it's bothering, if if it was me and Ever and I said, you know, whatever, it really bothers me that you have X, Y, and Z up there and you have none of us. And if he came back to me and was like, Jerry, listen, that's all shit in the past. I don't go on face any, Facebook anymore. I, you know, fine, then delete your Facebook. Or right. put a picture of me and, up, me and you up there. If you're proud of us and you're proud of our relationship and you want me, then fucking want me. Proudly want me, you yeah. know? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be nobody's secret. I don't want to be, you know, like kept in the dark or kept out of a loop. This whole thing, the whole email makes me feel like he's just like a sneaky kind of, you you mm. deserve better kind of person. And maybe, listen, mm. I think it's also because I've been in relationships where I've been lied to, cheated on, snuck around on and stuff like that. So I automatically, my mind always goes towards he's dirty or he has some ill, you know, like intentions, you know? Mm. Um, I could a hundred percent be completely wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I I, I, just I, I feel like there's to- so much to this that like it depends. You know what I mean? Like if like. Okay, a year and nine months in, like, if you're absolutely head over heels for this guy and he's like, she's crazy, I promise, like, we were broken up, she's just nuts, and he's never given you another reason, like, everything you found on his Facebook was, like, from the past, he's not messaging girls right in this moment, like, I personally don't like to judge people on their past, I think people change, like, I change every single month, Um, but especially pre-relationship, like, I would not judge Zane for what he's done you know or how he's spoken to people in the past if he said that he has changed you know like bringing up these things like how you talk to these women if he says babe like I was stupid I was young like whatever like it doesn't matter like I'm not like that anymore then Mm -hmm. I don't think that that we're one to judge people from their past. I think it also brings into the whole cancel culture nowadays of bringing up people from 15 years ago you know what I mean like I want to see my partner for who they are right now in this moment and how they treat me, not how they've treated people in the past. 
And um, it's like getting into a new relationship and not having trust because your last partner cheated on you. Like, that's not fair to your next partner, you know? Like, um, so at the end of the day, like, I think this depends on a lot of things for me. Like, it, if he's if never he's given current. you— Yeah, like, if he's never given you a reason not to trust him, then, you know, like, trust him until he— gives you a reason not to you know what I mean yeah like I feel like the benefit of the doubt if he's like dude she's crazy like we were broken up I promise you've been together for a year and nine months like I wouldn't like just be kick him to the curb just yet you know like Mm -hmm. he's not messaging his ex right now he's not liking pictures on Facebook of her like he's probably inactive like I wouldn't think too much into it um and I wouldn't go snooping to be honest okay with everything that Alyssa just said that I agree with Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to say one other thing. She yeah. went snooping for a reason. And if you have something in your gut, that's to me. But she didn't say she, she went snooping for a reason. She said, I stumbled across his Facebook password and I went snooping. And I just found some things that made me sick. Mm. Well, she did say well, the honeymoon the phase honeymoon is over. I find phase myself thinking over. about, I found think, thinking about things a lot more yeah. now. I mm. Mm. This is also a really See, hard time in our life, 2020. Uh, yes, it is. It absolutely is. You're sitting and, in your thoughts. Right. You're sitting in your thoughts. And also, if he's sort of pulling back because he, that's how he's dealing with life right now. And the honeymoon phase sort of is over. Um, yeah. Which is normal. Whatever that's not you, a not normal thing. Correct. But what you're seeing on Facebook might be persuading you one way or another because of how he's reacting to the way life is is right now, you know? So my instinct was fucking hightail that shit out of there. <laughs> but after hearing Alyssa, I agree with... Um, like, I don't want to be judged on my past. No, you know, And no. the whole cancel cl- culture is so, it's so sickening. It's disgusting yeah. because people do grow and change and everything yeah. else. Um, with that being said, though, did you truly stumble upon and go snooping? Or were you looking to go snooping? Because I think trusting your gut is so key in life with everything, right? So if... Mm-hmm. If if you felt like huh, relationship honeymoon phase is over, like I don't know, I'm feeling a little differently towards him, and then you went snooping and it kind of brought you to this feeling, I, I think you need to go with your gut. However, like Liz said, if he's not active on Facebook, if he ha- if he's not on there posting current things and posts and liking shit, and he's just not been on in years, and what you found was old and he's not active, then I think you need to just listen to what you want like fight for it if it's worth you what you if it's what you want to fight for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sorry my tongue is tied right now and um, at the end of it like if you said like i don't think that i can get over these things then that's not fair to either of you because that was in his past and if you can't accept him for who he is now then i think that that would be a sign that you should end the relationship for sure i agree cuz that's not fair to him ah there's some missing details here so we tried our best yeah definitely let us know what happened with that with that whole i want to know about this one i want to know about them all everyone we read today i want to know this one i wanted to know i wanted to know like if if he's currently on facebook 
you know, because yeah. that would, if we knew he was current on Facebook and was literally just keeping her a secret and posting and liking and all this other stuff, then shit, I'd be like, kick him to the curb yesterday. Right. But, if you went um, snooping on his Facebook and you found him messaging a girl from last week, then I'd be like, fucking kick him to the curb. Right, right, right. You know, but I don't like to judge uh-huh. people on their past because everybody's got a shitty fucking past. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does shitty things. Like, you know. Yeah. We're all human. Mm. Relationship slash friend advice. What's poppin', ladies? I've never written into a podcast or anything like this before, but since I feel so connected with you both and respect your advice, I thought, why not? Thank, Thank you. you so much. That's so nice. So a little background. I'm 23, I'm 23, graduated nursing school about a year and a half ago, and work 12-hour shifts, including nights and weekends, and I'm in grad school. I've been dating my boyfriend for about six months, and he's 28. He's in car sales. Uh, has a similar uh, schedule as far as long shifts and weekends. I'm head over heels for this man, like so obsessed. It's not even funny. Aww. I'm 99% sure he's the one I'm going to marry. That's so Aww. sweet. So around the time we met, I moved into an apartment with two friends who are also my age. And currently due to COVID, they both work online from home, but have typical nine to five schedule. I try my best to keep my time with my boyfriend separate from my time with my roommates, mostly because I never want to impose on my roommate's living space and make anyone feel uncomfortable. My boyfriend is rarely at my apartment. In fact, we do spend time together. I'm almost always at his apartment, which is fine by me. My apartment is in the city and his is in the suburbs, and I much prefer spending time at his place. Recently, my roommate has been making comments about how I'm never home and how her and my other roommate constantly are making plans that, and that I'm not involved in. I've never complained about them doing things without me as I have, complete, I have a completely opposite schedule from them. So I'm really just confused on where these comments are coming from. It seems like every time I'm home, she makes a comment about how she hasn't seen me in a while or it feels like they don't even have a third roommate. It makes me feel guilty for not being there, but at the same time, why would I want to spend time in a place that, one, I don't love, and two, I feel like I'm constantly being scolded? Mm. I know the answer is easy just to do what makes me happy, but I also want to try my best to maintain the French, the relationships I have with my roommates. And we have almost a year and a half, we, we have almost a year left on our lease, so that's a problem not really going anywhere. Neither of them have boyfriends, which in my opinion makes it hard for them to understand that in a little free time I do have, most of it is spent with him. It's not like I'm constantly at his place either. Most of our time I'm working, doing schoolwork, or seeing other friends and my family. I've had these friends in the past who put their boyfriend above me, uh, I'm sorry, above anyone else, and I definitely don't want to be that friend, but I truly don't think I am. I just don't know how to make this a more manageable situation. Any advice would so be appreciated. Love you both and the podcast so much. Aww. Here are some pics of me and my boyfriend. This is a hard one because you don't want to feel like you're living with mom and dad being scolded by your friends. <laughs> like, yeah, your boyfriend's too much, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, you just did say, like, you don't want to be that girl that's always with her boyfriend and doesn't make time for her friends. And if they feel that way, then maybe try doing, like, every Sunday you guys have, like, a girls' movie night or something. You know, like, try to make a schedule so that you can fit your boyfriend around that day at least. That was my first thought. Yeah. Like, if you guys have a scheduled... Once a week, you guys cook in dinner together or all hang out or go to a movie. Whatever it is that you guys do. Yeah. 
I think you should have it like a scheduled thing and have a conversation. Say, girls, listen, I love you girls. We moved in together. We're roommates. I do have a boyfriend. I do have a job. I am in school. I have very little time. So let's, I don't want to be the one who flat leaves her friends for a man. That's not my intention here. But can we come up with some sort of schedule so it could be more manageable? So I have time for you girls because I love you. So I have time with my boyfriend because I love him and my work. And, you know, like I think Alyssa hit it on the head where when you're busy and you're doing 25 things, unless you schedule them, it tends to become a jumbled mess, right? And we all know that. Like there's times that if I, the more I have to, like have to, the more I have to get done in a day, versus a day where I have nothing to do, I'm much more, um, what's the word, Alyssa? Yes, thank you. On the day where I have a lot more shit to do because it's stuff that has to get done. On days, if I don't have to go to work, if I don't have to do this, if I don't have to do that, then guess what? It winds up being like a eh, kind of a day and it gets right. And then you procrastinate and then it's like, oh, we'll do it. We'll catch up next time. Oh, I'll see you girls next week. Set a set a set a time, set a date, and let that be girls' day. You know, yeah. You and, can schedule in your twelve-hour shift, so you can schedule in if your friends are important to you. Then you can schedule in like a movie night once a week. Yeah, I agree. Make it if just it's as important, important you, as your job, right? Because if if you're finding time to find with him and not with them, they're gonna. Of course, they're gonna feel like you don't have the time for us anymore. So make it like Alyssa said, make it like your job where you could schedule in a little bit of time with them so they don't feel neglected as well. And at the same time, then say... Also, like Alyssa said, damn, Alyssa, you're so smart. I'm doing good I don't today. Wanna feel like I'm, I don't want to feel like I'm living with my parents. Don't scold me. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm a big kid now. And at the end of the day, if you're going to go off and marry this man and be with him for the rest of your life, you don't want to sabotage that either. You know, you don't want to yeah. like push him aside to accommodate them. So you really have to learn how to just schedule date night with them, schedule date night with him. Yeah. And for yourself too, take a long hot shower, bath, whatever, yeah. you know? You also don't want your two friends to resent him if you're going to marry him. You know, like they're going to be part of your wedding and part of your life. So like you don't want them to have a bad relationship either and not like each other because you're taking up X, Y, and Z's time, you know? Very true. I think, Very yeah, true. just just more balance and, but also put yourself first. Like if they're like, nah, one day a week isn't good enough. It's like, dude, I'm not in a relationship with you. Like this is too much for me. Like you can't be in a friendship that feels like a freaking relationship, you know? Like you've already got mm-hmm. a relationship. Like you want friends that you can go a fucking month if you have to and connect like you never left each other. Left. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, exactly. yeah. And time, you know, listen, everything changes, right? You grow up, you mature. Now you're going to yeah. get into a more serious relationship. They have to respect that. Also, so like yes. Alyssa said, if you decide to set, hey, let's do a once a week this and that's not enough for them, well, then, you know, hello. Too much. Go get, too much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's too much for me. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> We're not dating. <laughs> Anyways. All right, you guys. Sorry this is a shorter episode, but I have an appointment that I have to make. So <laughs> thank you all for listening. We love you all so damn much. If you want to send an email like we read today, that's agmopodcast at gmail.com. Put the subject line of what you're talking about, and you might get it read on the podcast. How exciting. Shop our merch, teespring.com slash agmil. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at agmil. <gasps> Okay, Okay. love Love you. you, bye!